Welcome to the Christine Means Business Podcast. My name is Christine Hansen and I'm a business consultant helping entrepreneurs to scale their business without working more through wonderful team management, leadership and strategy. Together with fellow experts or my own, this podcast is designed to share the most actionable tips, pieces of wisdom and anecdotes that will help you to avoid any mistakes that will cost you time or money to grow your business. It is my absolute joy to share that knowledge with you to help you for your ultimate success. You will get a new episode every two weeks and there's loads of free materials on my website christinemeansbusiness.com. So go ahead and check that out and I'm looking forward to hear your feedback and please don't forget to give us a couple of stars if you enjoy what you've been hearing on your podcasting platforms. And without further ado, let's start the show. Hi, and welcome to this episode. This episode is sponsored by The Hively Company, which is a company that helps you with your Kajabi websites. So if you have a Kajabi website and you want some done-for-you templates for funnels, lead pages, sales pages, what have you, check out The Hively Company because they have loads of different templates to choose from and at a very affordable price. So head over to christinemeansbusiness.com forward slash resources and you will have an affiliate link from me. So I do get a little commission and you can check them out and see if it's something that can help you with your business. Now, having gotten that out of the way, <laughs> which I do love, I'm very happy to have sponsors for the, for the podcast. Um, today, we're going to talk about convincing and or persuasion um, it's a topic I think that if you look at marketing one-on-one, I mean, there's even a whole book, Robert Kalini, I think his name is, let's see it, I have it over here, Influence, yes, Robert Kalini, he has a whole book called Influence, which is about psychology and on persuasion, and it goes through all these different steps and, and, and you know, truths on psychology research about how you can convince people to do something. And it's obviously a marketing Bible because, you know, marketing is all about helping you <laughs> to make the right choice, which means buying the product or service that you sell, right? That's what it is in, in essence. And while I do agree to some part that sometimes people don't know what they need, you sell them what you think they need and you give them what they want. I also think it is very, after years and years in this industry, I've shifted to a perspective that it's quite haughty, you know, it's quite presumptuous to do that. And I did go through all the different stages, you know, like let's do one model. And I even have a campaign quite recently, which I had three different models for. It was the same thing. One was based on the perfect vision, the perfect outcome, you know, like the perfect future with that product Second one is more on fear and like, oh, you're missing out, you know, like this is pain, really, like a pain point. We talk about pain points in marketing all the time. You tell them what, how terrible you emphasize what the lack is, what is missing. And then one was on competition, you know, some healthy competition is also a great spark and motivator for someone to invest get ahead of the curve, all of these things. And while all of them are valid, I'm not saying that you should completely diss them at all. I'm also inviting you to 
get into a phase which might not be for everyone. I think it depends on the market that you're in. But something that this podcast is about me, obviously, Christine Mintz Business, that I want to share is that there is a space when you get a little bit more mature <laughs> that you crave serenity, you know. And I think that's where I'm at at this stage. It's really, I don't want to convince anyone because it can also backfire. Selling the worst fear to someone, the solution to the worst fear of someone, selling an idea of a perfect future to someone, never forget that out of ethics and moral obligation, you're supposed to deliver. And most of what is sold is a utopia. It's just fiction. It's most can never deliver on what they're actually selling. And they assume that people are fine with getting there halfway or with them showing you the path to get there. But that's not what people actually bought. They bought the promise. That's what they bought. So personally, I cannot live with this anymore to sell something or to navigate people into buying something from me because I just need the money. What? No, that's not how I want to do business. So the word that I started the podcast with, which is convincing, is really what comes to mind here. And it's a question that I want to just ask you, and some might just say yes, and it's totally fine, <laughs> is do you really want to convince someone to buy something from you? Or do you want people to see and hear you and be like, I cannot wait to hire you because I like you. I think you're funny. I think you're smart. I cannot wait to learn more from you. What you're saying is making total sense. That's where I'm at, you know. So I think what changes then is that you communicate in a way that is much clearer. You kind of step away from the formulas, from the copywriting, and I'm not saying that they don't work, they do. But I've really learned that is it worth it in terms of peace of mind, in terms of the clients that you get, because if you sell or based on fear, you get a lot of desperate clients, which can be very high maintenance. And I talked about my issue with people in the previous episode. So I think what I want to share with you here is really that it can also be a selling or a presenting from, you know, what I'm looking for people. I desire to work with people who really get it, who I can laugh with, who I can make a little comment and they get it, who have the same values as me, who are maybe also judged on the same things as me. You know, like when I tell people that I pay I don't know, 8,000 for a flight in business class. Some people are like, are you crazy? Especially, you know, if there is a different sum of money involved with their salaries, et cetera, or just financial income in general, wherever that money is coming from, hopefully always legal. Um, but yes, I love talking to people in this case, you know, this is just an example where they get it. They're like, yes, of course, you know? <laughs> so for you, it might be a completely different issue. You know, you might want to work with, with women who don't like kids and who aren't moms and who love that, where other women might judge them a lot. Just an example. Or you might be a man who enjoys, I don't know, something 
who enjoys knitting, which is super ridiculously stereotyped what I'm saying right now. And I really don't like myself for even thinking it, but you know, something that might be polarizing and you find your tribe because you are like other way you are and who, you know, who should care? It's your business. And, but I do feel that if you have something that's maybe polarizing, connecting with people who think the way you do, it is fun. You know, it is just fun comparing notes. So that is what I'm looking for. And I'm very clear about what I like, what I don't like, even if it might not be to everyone's liking. And my personality is just as important as the business that I'm selling. Because let's be honest, there are other people doing what I do. Of course, I'm a business consultant. It's not new. <laughs> Literally, it's like super old. And you have it in big firms. You have like PwC, Deloitte, Ernst & Young, who do this on a large scale for huge companies, corporations. Basically, I'm doing the same for small companies. But I'm, you know, there's other people who've worked for these big corporations who also do it on a smaller scale. There's nothing new about that. I think what distinguishes me then is that I am an entrepreneur and that I've been doing small business myself for years. And again, it's the way, the focus that I use. It's efficiency see yes which everyone is doing but it's also user experience it's customer experience like I want your customers to flow through your processes I want your team to flow through these processes everything in your company is supposed to scream high-end luxury efficiency it's just like butter it's you know like cows out there free to pasture in the green kind of butter with a little bit of salt you know what I mean so <laughs> that is what I desire and what my clients desire and where we meet you know and that is what I want to call in I don't need to put that on a sales page telling people you have no clue you are feared you, you you're scared you're always stressed because not everyone is like that and I don't like to work that way I don't want to convince anyone it's it's for me, there's already a sour note on getting started there. There's already pressure there. There's ir there's just irrealistic expectations there. So find them where you where they're at and maybe shift even your focus. If you know that you won't be able to deliver that, then what can you for sure deliver? What can you certainly deliver? And then be honest about it and talk to the people who are really at that level. You know, I think that it's sometimes easier to sell to beginners because they still have a full packed wallet from the job they previously had, most likely, or they are so full of motivation or they need to make it work to prove something to themselves or to their families or to, you know, the people from their previous jobs. So it might be easier to sell for them, but their expectations are also super high and you need to deliver. So I think... That is just some food for thought again. As you can see, the podcast is shifting from being super like, take this app, this software for that, which it might also be happening to maybe a more philosophical approach, I guess. Um, simply because I think it's important, you know, in terms of not that I am that important, but if anything I'm saying can help you, to be more aligned, to be in sync, to be happier, then I'm so happy about that. So here's me talking into my little microphone, sharing my thoughts, and hopefully you listening and just being, this was nice, you know, this is exactly what I needed to hear. I hope. <laughs> right. We will see each other in two weeks' time, 
with a new episode. I can't wait and welcome to my world and I'm happy to have you and I'm happy that you're listening. Talk very soon. Alright, and here is what I usually forget at the end of every episode. So first off, thank you so much for listening and taking the time to tune in. We really, really, really appreciate it. Now, don't forget that I've written a book with everything you need to know about growing and building a business online. It's called We Mean Business, the practical guide for creative entrepreneurs, coaches and small businesses to build your brand and grow your business online. You can find it on Amazon, but also in other online bookstores and on my website. Also, please make sure that if you want to stalk me, you follow me on Facebook, on Instagram, on YouTube or Twitter or Pinterest or TikTok. And if there was anything in this episode that you learned, that you found entertaining, that made you giggle, then I would be over the moon if you'd left us a five-star rating. These ratings go a long way for more people to tune in and make sure that you follow the podcast as well to share the love and to have more people find it. Thank you so much and we'll see you in two weeks time for a new episode.